0: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with licensed contractor Jeff Simmons from HouseWorks. Pam Pibus, actually certified inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl, is out this week. So we welcome back a very familiar voice to help us out, Shane McClendon from Um I'm, I'm loving this. Spring is the season, and it's almost here. I guess almost, because we've got like a, 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 a what is it? 40-degree weekend coming up or something like that on Saturday, and it just goes right back up to, like, 60-something. Anyway, so there's lots of stuff to do around the house. You know, the funny thing is this time of the year, things are stretching because of all the uh, heat and cool coming in and moving things around. So you can look for that. Join the conversation with us this morning if you want at 877-MPB-RING. If you've got a, a project you're trying to do or want to do, we can help you, 877 877- Six seven two seven four six four, or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.com. Guests first. How you doing, Shay?
1: Man, I'm doing well. Yeah. Uh business going well this time of year? Yeah, actually uh all the house is still going under contract. You can just about put in a dirt pad now and somebody'll put a contract on it. So Really? Oh yeah. So it's going that well. Yeah, I mean it it's going well though. The problem is if they put a um, contract <laughs> on a dirt pad, you've got to control you've the price. Build this. Yeah. <laughs> right,
2: right. Which <laughs> yeah. uh um the last couple we did uh is proving
1: uh, to be the wrong decision. Right. So, right now, a lot of builders are waiting till you've just about got the interior painted and the tiles ordered and mm-hmm. then putting it on the on the market. Okay. Yeah, because, you know, we we thought <clears throat> on a couple houses uh, we were at the top of the market
2: at at the price quote. Right. And now we're understanding that, you know, we're leaving
0: $20,000 on the table. Ah. So, hey, well, let me ask you this. Uh, in that time, did your costs also increase?
1: Of course, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Now, oh.
2: the big winner, the, and, and and I'm not bitter about this.
0: The homebuilder or the homeowner,
1: home buyer.
2: The yeah. home buyer is the big winner in this.
1: I got a guy so. that bought a house from me um, right out a year or so ago. I think uh-huh. he's sitting on about thirty thousand dollars equity already. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah.
0: That's that's strong. Wow. Yeah. All right. So uh, you've heard uh, Shane's here today, and of course Jeff's here today. What's been going on with you guys? Are you building anything right now? man we are we are very busy both
2: remodeling and new construction um you know you know you say everything comes in twos or threes mm-hmm. um we got a water loss um i i don't know three four six weeks ago uh-huh. uh same day got another water loss really uh, the the two water loss combined is probably we're still working out estimates uh, close to two hundred thousand dollars in water. Oh my luggage. gosh! So remember, remember I've said this many many times. Mm-hmm. If you're going away for the weekend, mm-hmm. cut your water off.
0: It's it only takes a second. It's two hundred thousand dollars important. <laughs> so, well, yeah.
1: What about you, Shane? Well, you know, there again, just just working on uh, trying to finish up a house right now. we got a closing tomorrow, you know, going mm-hmm. through a, a home inspection punch list, getting that done, working on the seawall if we ever quit raining. Right. Um, you know, and got three houses that we're framing. And going back to prices, i give you an, uh, an idea. I framed up one house. OSB was $27 a sheet mm-hmm. the next week. I framed another house. It was thirty five dollars a sheet. Really? The next week I framed another house. OSB was forty two dollars a sheet.
0: My gosh! Yeah, I mean, you, what an eighty percent increase over yeah. too
1: much. That's yeah. for sure. Right. <laughs> right. And, and <laughs> All see, in
2: three week period the, of time. The, the the real problem with that, uh-huh. you know, our framing packages in the houses that that myself and Shane build are t- twenty two to twenty five thousand is what these framing packages should uh-huh. cost. Uh, and we're paying 45 to 52 somewhere in that neighborhood. Wow. Yeah. Well, the sale has not happened mm-hmm. so there's no
0: comp. Oh there's no there's so, no house to show how much it could be worth a, exactly, a recent sale.
2: Exactly because the only way you can establish value is what that arms length transaction, uh, Happened at. Right. That would be our. Another
0: home in your neighborhood or something of that nature. So
2: that's why we're always lagging behind. Okay. And, you know, obviously we're selling our product for something less than what it should be. And it will be
0: by the time you finish. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. All right. Well, if you've got a question about something you're working on or if you want to ask two home builder guys, Uh, anything this morning and and some of one of the two it's funny we had uh, Timmy McClendon in last week no relation just kidding
3: Uh,
1: (laughs) depends on who you ask on what day right 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 right.
0: But uh, and it's always funny when we have Timmy in because Timmy and Jeff uh, can talk all day and they won't always agree. I promise you that. And it's and it's always a fun time on that day.
1: It's always been like that with with Timmy, right? That's that's parents, that's me, that's, okay. that's everybody. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, I
0: wanted to get to kind of oh by the way, if you want to get a call on it's eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Uh, I did want to get into a quick email here that is a little technical. Maybe you guys can help me because, wow. What are the best practices for replacement of a 35-watt halogen light bulb? I have four on my stove top hood, one of which has gone bad. Mine have three... Mine have three distinct brightness levels accessed by pressing the on-off switch one, two, or three times. They are, quote, dimmable, or will or will non-dimmable light bulbs work? LED dimmable? LED not dimmable. Halogen dimmable? Halogen lights? Legal. Halogen not dimmable. Bulbs of different spec replace all four. Those are all of his <laughs> questions. So so uh, we start with this Vena hood that has four halogen bulbs, which we know... You know, halogen now, especially in the world of LED, halogen is totally inefficient. It runs really hot. um, And especially under that stove, They're, they're, they're delicate glass, typically the halogens are. Um, I could go back you know, to LED. I,
2: I, yes, absolutely. I thought he was going to ask us the real simple question: How do you get that bulb out?
1: Well, that's what right. I was. That's what yeah. I was thinking. The, and and there, then there's, there's that, that little, little suction cup that comes yeah. in the box, mm-hmm. and if if somebody threw it away, good luck. It's yeah. You got <laughs> you gotta
2: dismantle the the vena now but yeah i think the quick um answer to that is led yeah, all the yeah, way led all the way because if this you can't some-
1: find it at home depot or lowe's that you can't find anybody to help you with it mm-hmm. go somewhere else like a specialty lighting store or something
0: now let me ask you if if he currently has halogen installed in there can he simply put in a different type of bulb like led would that yeah, work it should be on his the same fixture. base
1: same size there'll be yeah. a spec number on the bulb somewhere okay um I th- there's a there's a guy that was over in flowwood i think it was like batteries and bulbs or yeah, something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that yeah. he could take that in there and those guys could hook him out. really
0: okay so so this is a doable thing he could just go buy four of them the one issue we do know is is that we do hope he can get the old halogens out safely
4: yep
2: well if not just Get that, go go to, um, I guess you would go to any appliance uh, right. store. They will have that mm-hmm. black suction cup. It's about, yeah. an, about an inch, inch and a half long, uh-huh. inch diameter, maybe. Something like that, yeah. Uh, and it suction cups to the to the face of the bulb right and then you just twist it yeah, okay. you remember
1: like the old uh, the old uh, can lights that had the big flood light bulb yeah, in it yeah. and those suction cups you could use right same thing but a lot smaller obviously
0: and for those of you who don't know what i mean when i say halogen bulb think of the lamps that came out in the late 80s that had the little they they, they had like this cage over the top of it because they wouldn't let you put your hand in it because the halogen bulbs ...would burn nine layers into your bones. Man, those bone. things got hot. They were so hot. So, anyway, uh, I always would suggest replacing a halogen. I hate those things. <laughs> All right. Uh, Andrew's on the line in Vicksburg. He's got a metal roof question. What's going on, Andrew?
4: Oh, yes, sir. I had a metal roof put on my house about, I don't know, five years ago, five or six years ago. And the past year or two, like during the heavy windstorms, it sounds like it's making a noise. Um I didn't, know, I didn't know, like what kind of person should I call them to look at, you know, check
0: the metal roof out? Quick question. What kind of noise? Is it like a banging noise?
4: Yeah, like a bang, bang, bang. Okay, bang. yeah, that's, yeah.
1: Yeah, I would think call a roofer and, you know, get somebody yeah. out there to check, make sure some screws I are mean, coming. How, to how long somewhere. ago did you put this in? Five
4: uh, years.
1: Have,
4: yeah, five to six
0: years, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. All right. Um, yeah, that just sounds like a couple of screws. Yeah, he's got some oh, yeah. fasteners that Backed out. are, that are Probably, coming loose. Yeah. Right. Okay. okay. Uh, but, hey, we never recommend on this show for you to get up on your own roof, especially if it's metal. <laughs> so,
1: Yeah. I don't like getting on metal roofs myself no, sometimes. It's, it's a long ways <laughs>
2: down to the ground.
0: But, yeah, a a I, I, I would think a garden variety roofer at this point could, could put down a couple of, uh, you know, Couple of taps, cola screws, and right. get that down. Yeah.
3: yeah. Would that be wear and tear or, or installation or something? Five years, i like long years time. Five years is not a long time. Yeah. Now, you know, eventually those rubber
2: grommets are going to wear out if it's that type. Now, if it's right. concealed fasteners, uh, we, we didn't get. We didn't get the right the full. If it's concealed fasteners, then you may want to call a true metal roofer. Right. If it's exposed fasteners, right. I think your regular handyman, your regular roofer, could.
0: Yeah. And what yeah. he's talking about with this rubber thing—if you see the screws that are used to hold on a metal roof, um, they have this 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 small rubber gasket around the the head of the screw, mm-hmm. and that is to to, to make it watertight. Yep. Uh, but, you know, if you know, just like your windshield wipers, rubber doesn't last forever. It gets right. cracked mm-hmm. and, and dry. And
1: That's the sick. good thing about, like, everybody uses impact drills to put those on now. Right. And the great thing about an impact is it can really tighten something down. The bad thing about an impact is it can Squirts really tighten something down. It can just strip it right out. Right, right. You know, either that or they may have missed a lathing strip or something.
0: Right. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and take our first break of the hour. Today, it's an open topic show. Shane's here. We'll be sharing tips to jumpstart your spring maintenance around the house. If you've got a question, you want to join the show, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with the licensed contractor Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. Our guest host today, Shane McClendon from shanethehomebuilder.com. If you missed any of today's program, you can always listen back by podcast using any podcast app or MPB public media app. All right. Uh, We were talking about before we got on the, uh, before we got up, did our break, we were talking about someone had emailed in, about halogen bulbs in their in their vena hood on their oven or stove and wanting to get rid of those, thankfully. And I gave my opinion that I just, I just despise halogen. They're, just, they're terrible. Um, and they break real easy, too, after you spent $30 on it. So, anyway, um, we do have a call right now. James on the line in Ocean Springs. Did, did you have a, a question about those bulbs again?
4: Well...
5: You
0: have to replace those halogens with LED bulbs. Hey, James, I, I'm, I'm losing you. I, I can tell you, you've you got a, a very good suggestion to give us, but I, I'm, I'm losing your phone call. Is there any way you can give us a call back? Uh, is this better? That is better. There you go. Okay. So what's going on? I took you on?
4: off of my car phone. Oh, there we go. Okay, so he has to buy a dimmable LED bulb because if it's not a dimmable bulb, that will only work in the brightest selection because he said he had a three-selection brightness. Uh-huh. So that, that's
0: a great it, idea, James.
4: It will only work in the brightest selection. It won't work for the dimmable part because it is dimmable.
0: Right, right. Um, that's a great suggestion. I think, I think that's a, a good idea. All right,
4: gentlemen. Have a great
0: day. Thanks, James. We appreciate it. Also, got another caller suggested, uh, uh, Jeff, you were talking about the little suction cup that you can buy. Someone called and said you can use tape to remove the bulbs. I will suggest. I guess you could. You can. But before you get your fingers anywhere near that thing, it needs to be off for an hour. Sure. Sure. I'm telling, you, it gets nuclear hot, man. It's terrible. So I, I just, I never thought that was a good consumer product. It might be All good right. to to light civic centers and stuff, but it was not a great <laughs> consumer product. Anyway, uh, we'll keep going. If you want to get a call on it's eight seven seven MPB ring eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. And uh, we were talking today about some of these tips, some of these uh, getting ready for spring tips, or so here we go check out the roof we just talked about the roof a few moments ago with the uh metal roofs but here we go for spring this is a big deal this is where you know we're running into the rainy season we're also running into the season where we get lots of wind tornadoes things like that so it is time to check and see if the roof is absolutely together if you're missing shingles you need to deal with that uh inspect it and you can do it from the ground um All that you can see. You can use binoculars, uh, look for damaged shingles, signs of rusting. You can see some of that rust and some of the things uh, that they call flashing, which are the metal parts that stick out from under the shingles that are uh, hiding a feature of some sort. And um, if you are, any of that stuff, cracking of any sort, now's the time to call your roofer because it will get ugly in about a month. Um. Also, you can clean out your gutters. Uh, I saw this the other day. We got a real kind of gully washer the other day. And all all of a sudden, my gutters poured all this junk out that had been up there for I don't know how long. I guess it hadn't rained big for a while. Right. So very cool, though. I like that. Hey, TJ's on the line in Kosciuszko. He's got a plumbing tip. What's going on, TJ?
4: Yeah, uh, your PVC glue that you keep in your shop to fix your leak. Yes, sir turn it
0: upside
4: down why it will not never dry out you know you got all your plumbing parts and you you open your glue and it's all gill flirted and it, <laughs> it, it ain't no good and you gotta run to the store to get some turn it upside down it will never go bad you know what i'm gonna I turn like, it upside like down next tip. time
0: i like that yeah but i want to know what that word was that you used. Gill, Gill,
4: Gill flirted.
0: Gill flirted. Okay, so if, yeah, if it's Gill flirted, I'm not familiar with that word? Right. If it's Gill flirted, turn it upside down.
4: Yeah, that's a fish that's dying. But, oh, okay. Oh man. I love, okay, good. <laughs> it's Gill right. flirted. Turn it upside down. Two years later, it's good.
0: Hey, that's a great idea, man.
4: Thanks a lot, TJ. A plumber taught me that, and it works. Okay.
1: I will tell you that does not work in my truck. It stays upside down and it just leaks all out. Leaks in the back all over of it. Right. <laughs> the seat. <laughs> got, of course.
4: You got a hot lid on it there, Keith. Right,
1: right. <laughs> no. right. Thank
4: you.
0: Thanks man. a lot, TJ. Number to call is 877 MPB. Ring that's 877 672 7464. All right, let's go to the emails. Uh, good day, guys. My mother wanted a dishwasher and a new sink installed in old kitchen base cabinets. Um, The contractor said he could do it after removing the old countertop, raising the base cabinet height and cutting out a cabinet for uh, the dishwasher. Uh, He put on a new countertop and cut the hole for a new sink. So the dishwasher sticks out a little too far, she says. He put trim pieces at the sides, but at the door it still shows the sides of the dishwasher. And there's a one inch gap at the top of the dishwasher below the countertop. Needless to say, the hole for the sink was cut so close that the front clamps had nothing to clamp onto for the Mm. sink. Mm. The lip popped up, and the gap is barely held with caulk. Oh boy! Any suggestion on what to do so that sink and dishwasher will fit? Sincerely, daughter Susu. Okay, before we get before you guys, I I see you chomping at the bit, but (laughs) but before you get into it. I will say, we've talked. Shane and I talked about this. Every once in a while, you can put in a a dishwasher, and they're not, you know, they're, they they have to stick out a little bit so that you can operate them on the top. The, well, some of the top things are
2: that, that's right. There there are there are flanges where your dishwasher should stop on your twenty
1: four inch cabinet. No. Now, right.
2: did it, they did they build a twenty four inch cabinet?
1: Yeah, because you you said didn't you say in the email that they had to raise the cabinet up a little bit? Yes, yes. So, Now, one time I ran into an old old house that had thirty inch cabinets in the kitchen.
0: And now, now, okay, for everybody out there, height. how tall are cabinets in the kitchen supposed to be?
1: We do thirty six finish yeah. now. Yeah. Thirty
0: six finish top,
2: top yeah, okay. of
0: top yeah. of countertop. Mm-hmm. Top
2: of countertop. But yeah. I'm talking depth. Okay. Yeah, You're, you should be twenty-four. That's what your that's what your modern d- day of features. Are yeah, oh, yeah. It, it's twenty-four. Now, did did he increase
1: the depth? He he increased the height right um that's what I was saying is like if he had to increase the height it may be a really old cabinet it might not be a full right. 24 inches so deep. okay so the, the
0: the the dimensions of the older cabinet may be smaller than say a, a newer designed
2: yeah well yes and two what the contractor should have done and maybe he did who knows we don't know all the details and I'm not beating up on the contractor No. but the first thing that that myself or shane would have asked for is your cut sheet from your appliance supplier
0: what's that mean
2: once we get our cut sheet we know what size appliance is going in that hole so we can build the hole exactly to the appliance right now if they did raise the 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 counter up i'm okay with that right put a filler strip on the bottom of the Mm countertop to your um, dishwasher. Yeah, and that gives right. your
1: dishwasher something to mount to on the sure. top, too. So.
2: And then as far as the sink, uh, it sounds to me like they just moved it too far forward. Um, oh, man. It probably has the – if it's a drop-in, the holes for the faucet is probably in the sink, which would indicate we need to move it back towards the, the right.
0: backsplash. Right. Well, is there – okay, with all that, we know what probably should have been done or may have been, could have been. What can she do at this point?
1: Man, I'd have to crawl up under there and take a look at it to see how you could actually try to mount I, something. Yeah. I mean, I can't so, imagine
0: she doesn't have to replace the countertop at this point. I, I just can't imagine. Well,
1: I, it, she, said she, the lip, she said the lip had raised up. said
0: uh, Yeah, it said uh, the lip popped up and the gap is barely held with caulk.
2: You know, the dishwasher's an easy fix, the sink is a little bit different
0: the sink is a cut hole
2: Uh, yeah sink's a little bit different deal and two what what kind of countertop material are we dealing with yeah
0: well and and if it's if it's like a uh a formica that's the easiest thing in the world and the cheapest and easiest to replace and recut and all that other jazz if it's something like granite or tile it's it's, it's nothing to do it's just you know i don't know you guys think of anything i
2: mean this it's hard to know without looking at it yeah but, but I'm with you, Jason. I think we're replacing the countertop. I, th- I think so. I, I, I hate to say that, but right. the limited information we have right now, I think you're replacing countertop.
1: Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, all right. Would you agree with that? With the limited information, that's the easiest thing to do. There you go. (laughs) A lot going on there, though.
0: 877-MPB-RING. It's 877-672-7464. Or you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Got this one in, and I've got to tell you, hello to all, and I continue to love this show. I'd like to suggest to you, uh, and here you go. Java is the big producer here, so I'll read it to Java. Um, I would like to suggest you guys do a show about how to go about selecting a pre drawn home plan or getting a custom home plan drawn up, plus, uh, pluses and minuses of both. In particular, what steps should one take to consider factors like square footage, lot orientation, garage placement, the shape of the footprint of the foundation. Roof line and how do these choices affect costs? Also, things like cost per square foot. How does uh, the style of the home and the choice of the materials take the price up or down? Would uh, just love to listen and learn how to get the most house for your money by making good choices and what choices uh, jack up the price of your home unnecessarily. Andrea, you have hit the gold mine today.
1: That is a whole show that, by that itself. That would be that would be
2: such a. Not only a fun show, but very informative, because she's asking all the right questions.
0: Well, she's also yeah. asking. It's funny because, believe it or not, Andrea, if you're listening right now, call. There are literally two home builders sitting across from me right now, yeah, and, and, and I
2: mean, we can we can look we can look at a plat. That's that's where all your lots are drawn on your on your. Um, land before we put the foundation in Mm -hmm. we can look at that and tell you which where which way your your driveway should face Mm -hmm. you know it's you're always on the going home side so So, let me ask you you, those little things like that mean a big a big thing when you when you live
0: it are these questions that you guys would normally answer to your clients
1: oh absolutely yeah Sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, some people have a a lot of information already, and they just want you to do it. Right. And other times, you know, they ask us and want our opinion on stuff. And And, also, when we're looking at doing spec houses, I mean, we're going through this stuff in our own heads, too, trying to figure out what's going to be the best bet. And a spec house is… I'm building it, speculating somebody's going to buy it. Okay, okay, <laughs>
0: all right, yeah, so
1: that's great. Y'all, no, so so
3: y'all guys are just built? like you said. Somebody just spec- you just speculate somebody's going to buy it. Do y'all have like a, like a box of? different houses
1: that you would build,
3: A, B, C, or D? And yeah, I mean, depending on the
1: neighborhood. Jeff's built more houses than me, so, I mean, he's probably got a bigger list of house plans to look and choose from. Every time I get a new lot, I'm back to the drawing board. Really? Because I haven't, I haven't really just found a, but a couple that I'm just in love with. Right. And then some of the ones I'm in love with n- won't necessarily work. Like um right. one, of the, one of the houses I'm building now in Ashby Ridge, your 2,000-square-foot house. Well, I've got a house plan that's a 2,300-square-foot. House that I absolutely love, right? But if you start shrinking it down, yeah. trying to make it into two thousand, you take all that stuff that I yeah. love about all, it the, out.
2: all the good out, right? right. And um, but yeah, we we've got we've got five or six floor plans that that we call our top sellers,
0: right? Right? Mm-hmm.
2: And we will build those five or six in the same neighborhood and just change the elevations.
1: Okay, okay. It's okay. the same floor the, plan. The, the way the house looks on the front. Right. right.
2: And uh, be it the same floor plan, because we know it flows, it's a great floor plan, uh-huh. and just put another face on it.
0: Okay, here's a question kind of out of bounds. Do these floor plans cost? Cost? Like yeah. uh, like the builder or the homeowner or
1: well, we have to have a designer, you know, draw it up. I mean, there might be some builders that have the program and stuff, but I, I don't. Yeah, have it, I but.
2: think I think we do have a couple. I could name their names, but okay. I think uh, um, uh, Randy's drawing his own stuff. I think, mm-hmm. but but yeah, there's some that do it. I, I don't because that is way way out of my my wheelhouse. Right, yeah. I, I can build it, but I'm not going to be your your designer architect yeah i'm not yeah i'm not going to be that person and i'm not going to be your uh so-called uh, what color do we need to paint it, what brick? Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, don't, yeah, you don't, you don't yeah. want me doing I, that. I, I'm it. not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Uh, you know what? we got a couple of calls lining up that I'm, I can't wait to take, and we're going to go to that in just a minute. Break. Uh, it's time for another one of those, and if you want to join today's show, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464, or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll continue
3: You're
0: listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with licensed contractor Jeff Simmons from Houseworks and our guest host today, Shane McClendon from ShaneTheHomeBuilder.com. Join the conversation this morning by calling 877 MPB Ring. It's 877 672 7464 or send an email to Fix It 101 at MPBOnline.org. Let's go ahead and go to the phone. Cynthia has been on the line longest in Oxford. What's going on, Cynthia?
5: Hi there. I just want some uh, advice. I am going to be building a house. Yay.
0: Yay.
5: Um, And Yeah, I'm excited. And I have an opportunity to do a few tweaks on the design if I want to. Mm -hmm. And what's important to me, I think, is um, having it be as soundproof and as insulated as possible in a way that would work for here in Mississippi Mm -hmm. Um, without adding, you know, obviously a huge amount to the cost what kind of things would you suggest that i approach the builder with
1: okay so when you say soundproofing i mean be more specific
5: Well, it's not, it's about a block away from a fairly major
1: road. Mm. Oh, okay. I mean, I
5: didn't
1: know if you were, you know, playing rock band stuff inside or what. So so we're talking outside soundproof. Right. Yeah.
5: Um, Yeah, road noise.
1: I mean, without adding a whole lot of cost, I don't really know, you know, there's a whole lot to do. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, brick, um, you know, brick on the outside, you know, maybe, maybe. Pro pink or something, insulation yeah, blown possibly, in will be a little bit. But dense. that's, that's it, yeah, really, I mean, that's just a standard thing. I
2: mean, because then, you know, you still have your windows and doors that are going right. to be standard. And, and in order to get, make that stuff soundproof, right, uh, is going to really drive the cost of that home up,
0: right? Hey, hey, Cynthia, I have an idea mm-hmm. for you. Um, mm-hmm. Make sure to make a call to Felder on Friday uh, okay. for the Gestalt Gardener because that. When you, when you, if you put up the right uh, green, green, green stuff yes. around the house, right it's going to yeah. really help you with your sound from the road. So okay. that will make a big difference. Yeah.
2: Now, I can tell you this, Cynthia, Cynthia from, from, um, from my own experiences, I lived at the end of the runway in, in Memphis. <laughs> uh, in fact, I lived so close to the airport that they bought my house. Um, that explains after, a lot. After about after about um, a month of living in that house and mm-hmm. FedEx taking off, you know, every morning at, at yeah. two a.m., um, you eventually get used to it. Right. I, I, and I'm, I'm being
0: very serious. Well, how many of us have lived next to a train? I mean, my gosh. Absolutely. I lived at the end of a
1: runway in a tent in Afghanistan for six months. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, there you got. go. That's right. I love the night shift. <laughs> right? right.
0: Well, Cynthia, I mean, really, that's, um, uh, that is a great question. Keep putting it to your, your home builder, whomever you've got, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and, and really push them to see, is there anything else barrier-wise that they might be able to suggest? I don't know. Uh, I don't know how far you
1: are from the road. Uh, yes,
5: it's about a
1: block. About a block. You, you may be able to like s- specify it to, like say, your master bedroom or something, change sure. the insulation rock out to rock wool. I know rock that has a better you know, sound-deadening property than regular insulation. And,
2: yeah. and too, I like Jason's uh, green belt. A uh, you know, uh, green belt will do a lot
1: of things yeah.
5: okay. on sound. So as, as far as types of insulation, the rock wool, was that what you said? Yes. Rock wool? Rock wool. Okay.
1: Mineral wool or rock wool.
5: Okay, I'll look into that. Yeah. All right, thanks. That's some good ideas. I appreciate it. Okay. Great.
0: Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Thanks, Cynthia. Bye-bye. Let's keep on rolling to Fletch and Madison. And what can cause a house to cost more inside or outside? Are you with us, Fletch? What do you mean by that?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Well, first, thanks for clarifying what spec was. It, about five years ago, I finally asked that question. I thought, right. <laughs> was, I, I thought it was built to a a buyer's specification. Oh, the, that's <laughs> and I interesting. Found out they were gambling. Well, I'm yes, so very yes, glad
0: you said that, Fletch. My real role on this job is crash test dummy, <laughs> and to make things clearer <laughs> for people. So good. So, what good, were you going to ask the pros?
4: Well, just just when the lady uh, asked, and you know that, that show within a show uh, uh, asked what all the considerations are for a construction, mm-hmm. I was just curious if if somebody's going to really go over budget. Uh, what's going to do it on the exterior? Not talking about yard or, or landscaping, but just uh, brick versus wood, uh, the roof dormers, mm-hmm. uh, granite inside versus versus you know as well as hardwood floors. What couple of items on both sides of the house uh, really jack things up?
1: I think maybe on the outside of the house, I mean, really, it's just like efficiency of floor plan, you know, um, you can get a you can get a ranch style home, which is not appealing to a lot of people right now. But those are your most efficient use of of building materials. Um, But if you get one that's got all these gables and stuff on the front and, you know, and it chops up the roof, I mean, you know, you're you're wasting a ton of material. Um, You know, you're getting this the same square footage, but I could build you know a ranch style house with half that material. Right, you know, and and you know, there's some small things to consider.
2: Enough small things make big things.
0: Right. Yeah, if you go to one of the houses and you see every single thing out front is copper, um, every fixture, every light, every gutter, every everything, that was a fortune. You,
2: you know, <laughs> our, our our designers are doing their job. They are they are designing these yeah. houses so they have great curb appeal. Right. So the designers are putting four foot doors. On, hmm. on our houses standard forever was a three foot door right so you add the four foot it looks absolutely wonderful hmm. but you've just added uh, you know five six hundred right, you know, right. to yeah. the to the uh, to the cost and that's just a small thing right and then you move inside everybody wants a pot filler but no <laughs> one understands what a pot filler costs. what is a pot filler? A pot filler is going to run you somewhere in the neighborhood of, and and, and it varies depending on the fixture, but it would not shock me if you don't have $800 in that pot filler.
0: What's a pot filler?
2: Right, It's the thing at the back of your stove, so when you put the big pot Uh on there, Uh you don't have to carry the pot from the stove to the sink to fill it.
0: Oh. But
2: to me, it is wasted money because... You fill the pot up on the stove. Uh-huh. You cook whatever you're cooking. Mm-hmm. Where's the pot going now? did not think.
4: <laughs>
2: so why would you spend you know six right. to eight hundred dollars for a pot filler? And it drives the cost of the house. Up. Okay, all right. But I mean, we considered in-
4: that on a renovation, and that that <clears throat> it would have been you know fifteen feet around the wall, trying to get through some things. Sure. Like it, no thanks. A- yeah.
2: And then yeah. Fletch just the actual fixture. You know, you're going to spend, what, $300 minimum? Easily.
1: Shoot, yeah. Easily. Yeah.
0: So. And I would think you could spend all the money in the world on a floor. Everything you wanted to, you could oh, spend. God, yes. When it comes oh, to granite and
1: flooring and tile, yeah. you can spend whatever you want to spend. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yep. All right. Does that, does that help out,
4: Fletch?
1: Is there something in particular?
4: Absolutely no, yeah. I am not. I am not building anything. I was just
1: curious. Okay, yeah. now we'll tell you right now. Um, we've been finding some some fairly nice deals on luxury vinyl. Me you too. Know, yeah, you don't have that. to use the glue. You don't have all that VOC stuff happening. Um, and those and, of you
0: who are thinking in your mind, <clears throat> linoleum?
1: No. No, that's not go, it. Go and look at what luxury vinyl looks right. like. It's, it's not can, what you think. You can, it looks like wood. You can put a mop on it, and you don't have to worry no, about it. Are you going to buckle your hardwood floors. It's right. a great you know, product. They don't scratch as easy. If you've got older dogs. I've had people put it in their house just because they have older dogs. Oh, you yeah. Know, they, they can't control everything right, like right. they used to, and they just... Yeah, go back behind and clean it up. Real Man, easy. that's
0: fantastic.
1: Yeah, I, does I, it, I like it. Does that decrease the value at all? No. Okay. No. I just mean, curious. when the appraiser comes in, he doesn't care if you have new pine or acacia. He sees a wood floor. Right. Oh. Know? Okay. Okay. Now, if you go in with anoleum, he's going like,
5: mm, what are we doing here? <laughs> but I,
2: I can tell you this: he's not going to give you. He or she is not going to give you any more money for antique uh, heart pine, uh-huh. or right, or new nope. pine. Still, okay. still so a floor. It's
0: still a floor. Okay. It's a wood floor. Right. So it's up to you. All right. You know what? Uh, time for us to take another break for the hour. Today is an open topic show, but we'll be sharing tips to jumpstart your spring maintenance around the house. If you have a question and want to join the show, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with uh, licensed contractor Jeff Sammons from HouseWorks Today. And our guest is Shane McClendon from Shane uh, shanethehomebuilder.com. I'll get that uh, right one day, Shane. That's fine. Yeah. I've been called worse. I've only been working on it up for four years, so don't <laughs> worry about it. Hey, look, I've got an email here that I wanted to run by you guys. This was, I felt bad reading this email, to be honest with you, because I don't know... The what help we can give. But recently, lightning struck the house. Three TVs were rendered not working after this. Ugh, that just hurts reading. What professional out there can do an evaluation on your TV? Um, also, how can you tell it's not just a fuse? These new TVs are microchipped and not everybody knows how they even work. Comment, please. Comment,
1: by three TVs. Uh, Probably so. I, there, there's a guy I did a remodel for. He actually works on TVs, and he said, you know, you know, today it's just like something like that happens. You know, usually, you know, just chunk it. Yeah, it's going to be rarely, cheaper to buy them. But very rarely is there something you can do with it. If if lightning
2: struck the house and only took out three TVs, that's a little strange, too. Okay. Uh, I would think it would take out other other components in the house. Now, if you tell me it took out one TV, I'm okay with that. Right. But it struck the house and took out three TVs plugged in in, in three different rooms. Right. Yeah,
1: but it hit the coax and hit all three.
2: Well, I, okay. Okay, I guess it could have done that. Yeah. That's, yeah. Only,
1: that's the only thing I can think of where it would that take might out be that's true. three that's TVs. That's true. So it probably hit outside. It hit the RG5 or yeah. something.
2: okay. Okay.
0: Well, yeah, and and to be honest, the TVs, how they're made, uh, you know, there, there are no more tubes. So that's why you don't see any of the uh, TV repairman shops around anymore. Sure. Where are they, they
1: from? Are, are you, you talking about the TVs or this person? No, no, no. no. Oh. Yeah, the person. I mean, is it like <laughs> locally yeah, in the Jackson
0: it's, area? It's localish, it seems. Um, I, di- I didn't really get a uh, a place here. It's just Max. The guy's name is Max. Okay. But, but I do know just from my own personal Playing around with this stuff. Uh, new TVs, TVs are, are cheap. Well, they're yeah. cheap, and they're not really built for you to repair them, no, or anyone I, for, I to, to so. repair them. No, you know, they're no. just not made that way. So, um, Java, you had you said you got so an yeah, email. Yeah, we I
3: actually had an email come through because uh, uh, Shane and Jeff got into some real high level contractor talk. <laughs> right. So right. here's here's one, and it says: <laughs> item con- items considered uh, by contractors. What factors do you consider, or would you consider important? to know when you're considering whether you want to build a spec house or a spec neighborhood development. Are there minimum net revenue or other considerations that you think about?
1: Wow, we are getting in the weeds. I I like it. So, if you're talking about like a development, a lot of times you're, I think, trying to like look and see what's hot. Where's the need at? You know, is there a need for 2,500 square foot houses or is there a need for 1,800 square foot houses? So
0: that it tends to make your builders speculators in a way. Yeah. You know, going into a new area. Oh, yeah. If
1: you're doing a development, you're speculating big time, anyway. Oh, absolutely. But. With that being said,
2: right now, you it's just like Shane said at the beginning of the show, when you uh, purchase your lot, mm-hmm. you go out there and put up a your builder sign. Right. Chances are you are going to sell that before you ever before you ever do anything. Right. So right mm-hmm. now the market is weird. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not usually like it's that. It's not usually like that. We normally build them, we set on them for, you know, 4-6 eight weeks or so Mm -hmm. and we sell them but now it's it's
1: uh it's turned just the other way
0: huh crazy um so what do you think shane
1: well, I, no, I mean, I, I agree with Jeff on that. And, then, you know, going back to the um, uh, the neighborhoods and stuff, I mean, sometimes you, you're looking for a hole in the market. Like Coventry, Coventry did really well is where I live and where mm-hmm. I built a lot of houses just because they had three car garages. Right. Oh, you wow. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. That, that one extra car garage yep. was what set that neighborhood really? off. Yep. yep. Which, in, on
2: the road that Shane lives on...
1: Um, that's about
2: the only neighborhood that has three car, isn't it?
1: Mm-hmm. That's what when, when yeah. Tim when Tim Weaver yeah. developed that he was looking yeah. for a hole in the market, and and, and, and he filled that hole. That's let right. me
0: let me ask you if that's if building a, if you're going to put up a two car garage and you decide to move three car garage, we're not talking about a super extra expense at that point because you've already building a you're already building a garage, right? Well.
2: What Shane's talking about, the lots in Coventry lots are are, are a little bigger, so you can do. Oh, that. I got
0: you, I got yeah. you. Okay. In the
2: rest of the planned neighborhoods, the lots aren't big enough.
0: Right, you yeah. Right. I'm, now is I'm
2: not saying you can't houses a, close together. Yeah, you, yeah, well, yeah, you can't squeeze a three car in a corner lot right. or something. You probably right. can, but his neighborhood is planned. For that. Brian.
0: Okay. All right. Gotcha. Hey, we got a couple of calls on the line. And uh, first is Cole in Jackson who's got a door for a repair question. What's up,
4: Cole? Hey, how are you all? Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, you mentioned four-foot-wide doors real quickly, and I wanted to ask about that. So I have a four-foot-wide door. It's in a French door configuration. The previous owner of the home had a dog, and the back of the door is just all scratched up. It's like windows halfway down. And you can just tell where the dog was excited for his owners to come home, which is with right. me. But we're in the mood. We're kind of in the mood to report something else. Our question is, can I, is it safe? Is, is it, does it require customized hardware if I want to turn that same size? It's about four foot wide, about eight foot tall. It's hard at the top. Can I turn that into one door, or will I have to add hardware to
2: support? Okay, the so one you one? so you have a double, true double door for French, the, with a, with a T-astrical in the middle.
4: Co- correct. Okay. Correct.
2: Shane, you've done a lot more of this than I have. I don't think you're going to make one door out of
1: those two doors. Is it is it brick around the door?
4: Or stucco? Uh, no, I believe it's stucco. Uh, stucco in a wooden fixture.
1: Okay. I'm I, about they they join in the can, door. Well, I mean, you're. Well, I mean, I, no, you don't join those two doors. You go. No, I thought I mean, that was his
2: question. Can I
1: turn these two doors into one door? Yeah.
4: Uh, was that if your I question? were to replace, if I were to replace, could I replace with one solid door? Oh, yeah, of course, you can, absolutely. You may
1: have to get a custom door. Here's the thing, though, with stucco. I mean, there's always going to be some work or something around it, and stucco. It's a little bit harder to find people that know how to do that correctly. Um, you know, so you're going to have some expense of the door installation of the door, and then some stucco work around the yeah. outside of it too. Because if it's in brick, a lot of times it's just super hard to get that arch to line up with an arch that you would be buying. Right. You because know, you've got true half rounds, you got you know ellipticals, you got right. you know, all kinds of different types of arches. Mm-hmm. And two, he's not going to get any more expensive with a four foot arch
2: door. Yeah. If it was square top. You know, it's a little different, but right. but the arch you, you're going you're going to pay for that look. That's that's yeah. one of the things. Go back to the other caller. What, right. what drives the cost of houses up? Yep, right. Arch top windows and arch top door.
1: doors.
0: Well, let me let me ask you, Cole, real quick. One last thing. Um, do you need? Let's see. Where can he go? Where can Cole go to? Uh, find out where you can get this so, stuff
1: i get I yeah. all my doors from creative windows and doors Yep. okay there's several yeah, contractor mill um, shops in town that
0: has right. that door okay yeah. good deal there you go cole does that help okay
2: thanks guys that helps a lot
0: thanks all right let's go quickly to john immobiles requ- uh replacing valves in the bathroom oh boy how's it going john
4: uh, pretty good, Jason. Thank you for taking my call. Um, can uh, the you and the gentleman there uh, advise me on removing the water supply valves from the toilet and sink? Uh, they're very old, and they're not working very well, so, like, I can't fix leaks in the sink and stuff
1: like that. Right. Well, none of them do very well. Um, do you know if there's copper coming out of the wall or galvanized pipe?
4: Uh, very old house, so I figure it's, uh, well, I figure it's copper anyway.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, really, really old, it would be galvanized. But um, if it's copper, I mean, you're just looking at a 3-8 compression fitting, typically. You don't want to shut off valve. I and mean, you can find those at Home Depot, Lowe's, plumbing stores, anywhere.
0: Yeah, they're yeah, they're not difficult to replace at yeah, this point. they
1: really easy.
4: Okay. Uh, so uh, I didn't want to start in on this and make a uh, simple problem worse by crushing the copper.
0: Right. Yeah. Let me so, let me yeah. tell you a way to do that. There is a a cutter. Okay, and it's 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 really easy. The cutter for a copper pipe is is it, it's cheap. It's like five bucks. But anyway, it is a, a small device that has a rolling blade on it. You wraps around the copper, and then you you tighten the blade down onto the copper, and then you just spin this thing around, tighten it again, spin it around, pop. Comes right off.
1: Right. Make sure you've got enough copper sticking out of the wall, though, to still tie the new new compression exactly. valve back on. Yeah, that yeah. Worries me. <laughs> yeah. But but that that would be the other thing is just make make sure it's copper before you do something like now, that. Now could,
2: couldn't he couldn't he use the same compression valve and nut?
1: uh i mean the compression valve possibly it depends if it's leaking or not Some true. some of the ones that's a multi-turn where you got to turn them 35 times yeah. those gaskets go out in them everything now is just All like right. a you know 90 degree turn but, right um that's true yeah but that's um, what's on there now the, which, which the, one the multi-turn yeah uh, yeah
4: they just turn they don't do anything
1: yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those, there's a rubber gasket in there. That, uh, go to a local plumbing store yep. and see if you can identify it before you get started. Jason's advice too. is: to
3: go to the plumbing supply, house right house. Right here, baby. supply
1: Jason's house.
0: advice: get a water key and turn your water off first. <laughs> oh, absolutely! <There> <laughs> Fix it. One hundred and one is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Liz Gill for Jeff Simmons and our guest today, Shane McClendon. I'm Jason clients stay tuned for our wednesday 10 a.m program everyday tech everyday tech with jay white and join us next wednesday at nine for fix it 101 only on mpb think radio